podcast series, The Runner's Rundown, with Abby Santoro. If you haven't already listened to the first episode, my teammate Julia and I talk a little bit about some important college recruiting tips. Go ahead and listen to that one first. We talk about a lot of things that we think high school runners should know before they begin the college recruiting process. And in this episode, I have Julia back on to talk a little bit about what life as a college track and field athlete at Texas A&M is really like. So I think to start off, a lot of people would be curious to just kind of hear about what a day in your life really looks like. So Julia, would you mind just taking me through a typical day? Sure. So I'll go through um, just a typical Monday starting off the week. So a few days ago, I woke up at 7.45 and I had my first class at 8 a.m. That's one thing that's different about COVID is I don't have to get up at 7 to make it 8 a.m. I just get up a few minutes before and I log on to the Zoom and that's my Spanish class. And so that one goes until 8.50 and then right after that I actually go into the office for our 12th Man Foundation they are the people that fundraise for A&M Athletics. They're kind of our fundraising foundation. And so I'm actually a student ambassador for them. And so I go into the office every week, just one day um, for a couple hours and work on anything that they might need. It's just an awesome way to give back to them. And that goes until about 10 o'clock. And then after that, I come back to my apartment and I do any homework that I need to do, any returning of emails. I'm in a directed studies where I'm having to reach out to professionals in the radio industry. So I use that time as well to network with them, send out those emails, set up the Zoom link for interviews with them. So that's just kind of a free block of time where I have to get a lot of my work done. Because like I'll mention later, my afternoon is pretty full with team related things. So while in high school, I wasn't really used to doing homework in the morning because I was at, cl- at school in college, you kind of just have to figure out when you have a window and take advantage of it. So my window is from about 10, 10.30 whenever I get back from the office until about 2.30 when I get ready for practice. And I eat lunch in the middle of that as well. I'm doing anything that I need to get done that whole day to get ready for the next day. I'm doing that in that four hour time period. And then once we get to 2.30, I get ready for practice. And um, about 2.45, we leave to go to practice, which starts at 3. And on a typical Monday, we do a warm-up. We go through some drills, some stretches, and then we do some speed development work where we do a mix of 100s and 80s to get some of our speed in. And then after that, we will go on just a normal, easy run. Um, Mondays are not our workout days. That's Tuesdays and Fridays. So Monday, we just have an easy run. And then I get done with that all around five or five fifteen. Um, since I do steeplechase, like we mentioned in the last episode, um, I have to do some water jumps and some hurdles to keep up with my steeplechase technique. And then after that, we go to weight room at five thirty, and that lasts until about six to six fifteen. We leave there and we go get dinner. And so. I'm usually back here around seven and just finished eating dinner and then shower. And then on that Monday, I had FCA that started at eight and went until nine. And then at that point, 
I pretty much go to sleep. I know that's not the norm for college students to go to bed around 9, 30, 10. But since I'm going to get up and do it all over again the next morning, I really need to make sure I'm still getting my eight hours of sleep. So yeah, that's what a typical day looks like. Of course, there's differences day to day in the exact structure, but that's how a typical Monday will go. Yeah, that's a pretty packed day. And it's not unusual for other days in the week to look pretty similar to that as well. And even outside of what Julia just mentioned, there are also several commitments that we have throughout the week that are just kind of necessary for things on the team to run smoothly. A big one right now, we're dealing with the COVID pandemic, so it's pretty important for us to get tested every week in order to be able to safely compete and go to practice. And so we're getting tested at least once a week. This can look a little bit different whenever we're in season and traveling to different meets just because there's different rules for conferences on when and how many times they need to get tested before their athletes can compete and we need to comply with their rules as well. And so sometimes you might even get tested multiple times before going on the trip and then even again once you actually arrive at the meet. And then in addition to that, a big thing for student athletes is preventing injury because obviously you want to be healthy and able to compete and do your events well. So scheduling treatment appointments with uh, athletic training staff is pretty essential just to help them prevent injury and then staying healthy. And if you do happen to get injured, that's when it's even more important to block off time to get in the training room, get treatment, and get better. I'm actually dealing with an injury right now, and so I try to schedule at least two appointments a week with our trainer, just depending on what's available. The appointments are first come, first serve, so sometimes you just have to take what you can get, depending on what's left over. But I usually try to schedule my appointments in the morning or right before practice just because that's what's most convenient for me. But uh, as long as I'm just able to get in there and get treatment, then that is what's most important. So clearly there are a lot of things that as a student athlete you have to prioritize just to be successful. And so kind of going along with that, Julia with such busy days, how are you able to find the balance between academics and athletics and just prioritizing everything that you need to get done? And was it like a big change from high school to college? So it was a big change from high school to college. In high school, you had a pretty set schedule of um, when your classes were. It wasn't a choice for you. That's when the school district said you had classes and that's when they said you had practice. And those things weren't really going to change from day to day. It was a pretty set schedule that you could count on. And also you had a whole class period for school credit devoted to your sport. So it was also kind of built into your school day as well. And when you come to college, you realize that you're not on this team to get uh, college credit. It's completely outside of anything academically, but it still takes up so much of your day. We're at practice related things for about three hours a day, which in the 24-hour grand scheme of things, doesn't seem like a lot, but when you factor in the amount of time you need to sleep and the amount of time you need for homework and everything, you're not really left with a lot of time with being at practice for three hours. 
And I know other sports are more and other sports might be less, but that's just what we're at. And so you definitely have to learn how to time manage a lot better because you never know if you're going to get a team meeting thrown at you the day of. And maybe you said, oh, I'll put off this big project until later. I'm going to go hang out with some friends. And then later you have a team meeting. And instead of just canceling time with friends that evening, you're now having to figure out how to do the project in the midst of a team meeting that's due the next day. And so you really have to prioritize what's important to you and make sure that you're getting the most important things done and the things that take up the most amount of time first, and then you can fill in with things later. So whenever I was in high school, we got showed this um, example and the person had a bucket and the bucket represented the amount of time that you have in one day. And then they had, you know, some big rocks, then they had some pebbles and they had some sand and the big rocks represented the things that were most important to you and the things that took up the most amount of time. Those could be exams, practice, big projects, things like that. And then the next thing could be the pebbles. And it's just, you know, the clubs that you're in, the things that you'd like to do, but aren't as prioritized as the school and major assignments and practice, but it's still things that you value. And then the sand is equivalent to, you know, time with friends, going to the park, watching movies, going to concerts. And so they said, if you dump all that sand in the bucket, and then you dump in the pebbles, and there's no, I mean, no room at the end for the rocks. Um, and those are things that are really important for success later in life. And so they said, well, if you flip that and you put in the rocks first and you really prioritize that area of your life and you prioritize practice and tests and, and projects and things like that, then you can add in those pebbles later and those pebbles can fill in the gaps in between the rocks. So maybe you have time here and there to go to club meetings and extracurriculars. And then in between club meetings and extracurriculars and major assignments, then you have time to fill in with that sand. And you have time to go hang out with friends, 30 minutes here, an hour here. But if you prioritize that, everything will fit into the bucket. You'll actually have time to go hang out with your friends and do all the things you want to do as long as you get the important stuff done first. So I think that's a really good analogy just in life in general of how to structure your day. Yeah, that was really well said. Definitely transitioning from high school to college. It's super important, like you said, just to stay on top of everything that you need to get done in order to be successful. One thing that I've found really helpful is definitely getting a planner. If you don't have one already, this will just help you stay more organized. It'll give you a visual representation of your week or your month. And at the beginning of the, sem the semester, I think it's really important to maybe just go through all your syllabi and write down all of your major assignments, your exams, that way, just looking back through, you will have like a visual layout of everything and it'll be all in one spot and it'll just be really helpful later on if you get it out of the way early. And so now as we begin to wrap up this episode, I just want to kind of end it off with asking Julia one final question. What is one piece of advice you would give to a high school runner? One piece of advice that I would give is just don't take a single race or practice for granted. I know that's cliche and I myself and I know Abby heard it so many times throughout middle school, high school, early college, and it doesn't really hit you until it's too late. And we have a couple years left here, which we're very thankful for. 
but at the same time, there was a lot of, you know, meets in early high school where we might have just said, oh, it's just another meet. And at the end of the day, we know in two years, we would give anything to have that one more meet. So take it from somebody who's um, kind of running out of time. And every time you get on the track, make sure to give it your all. You might not ever get another race like it. And I know we have some seniors who, you know, get quarantined because of COVID and, and their seasons cut short. And I know we all experienced last year that whole season getting cut from everybody. So you never know when something like that's going to happen, an injury, pandemic, something like that. So make sure you just give every opportunity your all and don't take a single day or practice for granted. Yeah, definitely. I completely agree with what you just said. It's super important just to take advantage of every opportunity you have. And so with that, I think this will wrap up this episode. Thank you guys so much for tuning into this two-part series. I hope you were able to learn just a little bit from listening and that we were able to give you some insight into the life of a college athlete. I think that'll do it for the episode in the series. This has been the Runner's Rundown.